fucking do it. It's a Friday. It's it is Friday. Free for all. It's a it's a do whatever we want kind of Friday. I was cranking it, like. it up on you for anybody that may not have heard to drink amazingly well on that. That was my fault. But we are jamming out. It was loud in my ears for sure. So hopefully we didn't blow no speakers out. But y'all are pumped up. Yep. Some breakdown, just randomness on a Friday. Just randomness. We were like, what are we going to talk about? We were like, I don't know. I got nothing. I got nothing, I got nothing. No, you said two words. You sent me one eventually that said two words, and it just said Keenan Allen. <laughs> and I'm like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> what about him? Uh, I mean, like his so, value right now. So you know me, like, I'm, I'm one of those fantasy players that I have a lot of teams in need of a wide receiver. So I'm always kind that of correct. looking for a way to stay competitive without paying more than I want to for the position. And he's come across to me this year as an amazing value. And, okay. I, and I think a lot of that is with Phillip Rivers going away. The assumption People that, unknown of Tyrod or Herbert or whatever. Yep, yep. Okay. And I'm all in. I'm, I'm, I'm all in on Keenan Allen, you know, for the value that he is at right now. Um, I think he was wide receiver eight last year, wide receiver six. I don't know, somewhere in there. Wow, okay. Um, he's being valued at around wide receiver 20 to 23. Um, yeah, that's, the trade that's a calculator nice actually gives more points to Terry McLaurin than it does Keenan Allen. Twitter had a vote, actually, and this is what made me pull it up on trade calculator because Twitter had a poll okay. going with Keenan Allen versus McLaurin. And McLaurin was winning 60% to Allen's obvious 40%. You know I love McLaurin. I would say you're a big McLaurin guy. So, But come we're... on now. We're talking about a player that, I mean, you, you can't give Haskins too much more credit than what's going on with Tyrod Taylor and Herbert. Like him or not. And I think he'll do better. Don't get me wrong, I do. But you can't give him too much more credit than those quarterbacks. And I don't sure. think that McLaurin's done enough to be looked at as more valuable or a more proven asset than Keenan Allen. Is it is it the age? Like uh, he's twenty eight freaking freaking out because he just turned twenty eight? I mean is that is that the issue there or is it is it more the unknown? Probably probably a little bit of all that, right? Yeah. I I know you you tend to be higher on Herbert than a lot of people. Um it, is that but, but, but before that, uh, you go further? You? Like I think I'm higher on Haskins than some people too. That's fair. That's fair. But I mean, is, does the, the it, it probably does help me kind of kind of help you a little bit to to steer that way? I don't think it's crazy to think that Herbert, even if he's never as good as Philip Rivers was, he's okay. still better than him today. Or maybe not not smarter. His football IQ's not there. He can't manage the field the same. But to be able to air it out and to take those chances and those long shots, I don't think he's going to be afraid to throw it downfield to Keenan Allen and even Mike Williams. Yeah. Okay, I'm a, a little wrench on your plan here. For some reason, Herbert has to redshirt this year. 
uh, and then and we get a full year of Tyrod Taylor. Still talking dynasty, but does that change your outlook at all? Uh, actually, a, a little yes. I want to be fair okay. to your question. A little bit yes, but at the same time, again, not as not good of a quarterback. He's he's happen, never going to be regarded as a good quarterback. He's not going to be a Hall of Famer, but Tyrod Taylor is still going to take some shots down the field that Phillip Rivers, maybe it's just because he's smarter, won't take. And we're talking fantasy football here. I don't care how good the Chargers do. Sorry, Chargers Nation. But I'm talking fantasy football here. And I think that Keenan Allen is going to be just fine. If not, I mean, could we say that maybe Keenan Allen made Phillip Rivers the last few years? I mean, look at the yeah, weapons that Philip Rivers that. had, and it wasn't that great for Philip Rivers. Sure, I mean, and Hunter Henry always often injured uh, yep. since he's been in, so Keenan Allen hasn't really had to deal with him. Kind of, you know, we like to say they they occupy the same space on the field. That short, under, you know, intermediate underneath stuff. Um, Hunter Henry, uh, me and you have have always been probably lower on him than others out there. Him being healthy, do you do you like that situation? I think we did well Minus with that Keenan one. Allen? Can, can we pat yeah. ourselves on the back a little for that one? Because I know the love's still out there, and he's done well on the field. But, I mean, he, he hasn't done anything to make me feel like staying off of Hunter Henry was a crazy idea. No, and, and, I'm, and, I, and I'm with you there. Um, I just, with as big a target frame as he is, and then, you know, we throw the rookie quarterback in there. It's that easy narrative of well, you know, rookie quarterbacks like to like to target the tight end just because it's that shorter underneath stuff. You know what I mean? Like big frame target. You're not throwing you know forty yards down the field to a tight window mm-hmm. kind of stuff. No, no worry about Hunter Henry whatsoever this year and how it affects Keenan Allen, regardless of who the quarterback is. Um, I mean, it's For, it, even like the spurts that we've seen Hunter Henry on the field. I mean, Keenan Allen has been the man. He he's still dominant. Yeah, probably one of the most disrespected wide receiver ones in fantasy. I mean, to be at he he's it's kind of like the Cooper Cup situation that we've talked about, where he was like rated in that same area in fantasy finish last year. Though I, I'll say the same thing because it really does depend on your scoring. But that wide receiver six to eight range, both of them finished there. Both of them are now wide receiver twenty two and like twenty four <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. It's absurd. And then you have Terry McLaurin, who, again, I love, but finishes wide receiver 30, and now he's wide receiver 20. With McLaurin, we'll jump back and forth a little bit here. Bump, because they didn't draft anybody? Didn't draft uh, you anybody. You can say Gandy Golden all you want to late, but, like... Who cares? We saw Redskins go after, like, say, Amari Cooper, right? We saw him go after them. They didn't get him. Mm-hmm. They I'm get more Gandy interested in, in draft, Kellen so everybody Harmon. That, and and I and I'm I got no problem with that. You know I love some Harmon, and that one burned me last year. Maybe I'm not ready to give up because we didn't see them address it as much as maybe we thought they would in the draft after uh, the Cooper deal fell off. But I just it, that's got to be why he goes up because there's just there's there's not a competition there that we thought like Cooper goes there. A lot of people would feel McLaurin would, would easily slide to the wide receiver too, not fight for one. Uh, whether you're on that side or not doesn't really matter. But now right. McLaurin is the one there, right? There's still yep. not even a tight end. We can say Thaddeus Moss, and, and I really right, hope right. that comes true off the foot and all that. But still, like, really, we're talking about McLaurin and Haskins another year together, not only in this system, but just playing together because they have, you know what I mean, going back to, to uh, the last year in Ohio State and just kind of continuing that on. So is, is McLaurin a sell for you because he, he went so high? Um, you know, with nothing happening, 
or do you want to ride that out? Like, is is there a little bit more to see here through um, this next year? Will he, it matter? He, he's if not Kyle a sell Allen to me to answer your question. He's not a sell to me, but okay. I think that that value separation. I don't think McLaurin's done quite enough to where if I had Keenan Allen, as much as I like McLaurin, I'm not taking on McLaurin to give you Keenan Allen. Gotcha. Yeah. You know, another situation, like if I could get Terry McLaurin and just a little bit extra and I give you AJ Brown, I feel just as good about McLaurin as I do AJ Brown. Even AJ Brown has not done enough okay. to where you should get Keenan Allen, and AJ Brown is way above both of the players we just mentioned in ADP. Right. So if you, so I don't want to, I don't want to sell McLaurin. I have enough shares to where I will. I'll toy with that, you know, honestly. But no, he's not a sell to me. I, I love the situation he's in. I think it will only go up a little bit from here. Who knows what they do in the future? But yeah, I'm with you. You know, I like him and Haskins together. Mm-hmm. Is he enough to be beating Keenan Allen on Twitter polls? No, I, I think that's we're a little too ahead of ourselves there, and um, I feel like I'm a crazy ageist at a lot of times. But no, this is how you get wide receivers that help you win when your team is ready to go, and then if you can add Keenan Allen to it now in his prime mm-hmm. at 28, do not be afraid, like. Add that man to your squad. You've got a couple few years left. He's not going anywhere. This is one of those ones, right? Like he is only twenty eight, and the, and maybe that's seen as the uh, you know kind of the edge of peak for wide receivers. So some people want to want to sell while they can, while maybe it's still at peak. It sounds like it's already come down. Mm-hmm. But you know, like Julio, it's very hard to acquire. Yet if you have Julio, you you're probably thinking you, you got a couple more years out of it. Maybe he's bigger and he slides into the slot where he doesn't have to run, you know, the deep stuff and that kind of stuff. Keenan's already there. That's where he operates. Like, you know what I mean? I, I'm not trying to compare him and Edelman. Like, they're obviously different styles of players, but they, they run the same game. They operate the same space. I don't care if Keenan Allen is 32, right? He's, he could probably still operate the slot just fine for me. Um, yeah, I'm not worried about that part. So if we stay, if we stay in... Man, I almost said San Diego. If we stay in LA, it still feels weird. Uh, how do you feel about Mike Williams then in this scenario? Does if Keenan, maybe you want to go buy Keenan or at least look to correct the value? Is Mike Williams the opposite, or do you like the new situation? You know, quarterback wise, does that make you want Mike anymore? Um, you know, I, I'm a Mike I Williams will. Guy. I will I'm still little, buy Mike Williams and. Mike Williams does super well with the opportunities that he's given, but with Keenan Allen there, I just think that he'll be a little bit capped. If Keenan Allen were to go away for any reason, whether he's traded, retires, signed somewhere else, um, I think Mike Williams would be the next man up. Still young, I think, what, only 25? Yeah, that sounds right. But but the problem there is I, I don't think you're buying – Mike Williams to be a wide receiver one. The price is on sure. point though, you know, like I'm st- I'm going to take McLaurin over Mike Williams here. Yes. You know, um, I'm not super excited to add Mike Williams, but I think he's a cheap buy this year. And I think that okay. he's definitely worth looking at. We saw the ridiculous touchdowns two years ago. Obviously that kind of reverts back maybe too far this past year. So maybe we find somewhere in that middle ground now going forward. You know, like some Mike Williams. Uh, that one, yep. it, it, it worries me a little bit, just in the scheme of things of the quarterback not knowing, but I, I do like the talent. Um, I mentioned Amari Cooper 
um, you know, not going to the Redskins. I, I see one here just got in my DM. Somebody just asked me straight up, is Amari Cooper or DK Metcalf? Uh, it feels interesting because Amari is there with, with two other receivers that we feel like can at least get some solid work. Um, Amari's so inconsistent and up and down, it's hard to trust as your wide receiver one, for sure. DK Metcalf on the other side with, with what we're hoping is Seattle gets to air it out a little bit more, but we say that every year. Um, so Amari Cooper or DK Metcalf dynasty right now. Amari Cooper or Metcalf right now? Yeah. I mean, it's still Cooper. Metcalf's one of those players I hate to trade the most, though. Is it, It's just Amari's upside? Like, you're waiting for that big spike game? Because obviously we've seen him fall apart, go away, give us nothing, and then come back the next game and have, you know, two touchdowns on 150 yards. Uh, DK maybe feels like he has a small, safer floor, but not quite as high ceiling. Is that safe to say there? Or, or I, I want more of Seattle's offense, which feels weird. And and I don't want this to feel like I'm worried about Amari because CeeDee Lamb's there. Because um, I feel like that's where it probably goes to, to people's heads. <sighs> I think DK Metcalf probably outscores Amari this year. I'll I'll bet it. Um, man, yeah, it's not crazy at all, right? I don't know if I want to bet it. Yeah, I mean, I'll take I'll take the 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 one two. Like, I just feel like maybe we start to see more targets go Metcalf way and away from Lockett, but that that might feel crazy to to other people. Uh, yeah, I want I want Metcalf, but I I think value wise, you should take Cooper and and look to squeeze a little more. All right. Um, you put up a poll. I know. Uh, sorry, I'm quiet. I'm responding to it. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. So yeah, you put up a poll that I controversial saw week, ago. and I thought I'd add a little to Twitter with this trade. Why, why here. not? I mean, look, if we can get we can get a little bit off of what the madness is of Twitter and just the world at this point, um, we'll take it. You did not put this up that long ago, brother, and you got a junk load. You got almost 400 votes on this already. So. Uh, I'm just going to read it real quick, and then I'd like to get a little bit more of your thoughts. So I just, sure. I just traded Are you away read the trade. Oh, you're reading my trade. Oh, okay, I'm yeah, straight yeah, reading yeah, there. Go bro. for it. Yep. I just traded away Ceh and got back Swift. Nothing extra, just Swift and me. Had to fix my mistake in the draft. I went value over my true beliefs. Should I have tried harder to move back? Yep, but it was too late for that now. And the poll is just straight Swift or Ceh. Uh, 380 something votes in. And we are 85% CEH. Now, yep. that doesn't surprise you. No, right? no, no, not at all. Does, does the 15% all. does the 15% of Swift surprise you? Um, you, I think I thought it'd be more like 20-ish to, to your point. Okay. But, but no, okay. but no, no, not surprised. It, so you had to fix your mistake in the draft and went value over true beliefs. I think you touched a little bit of this, maybe not directly, but a little bit of this on the latest Rookie Fever. I did, yes, um, and, this, and that's uh, kind of what inspired this trade. Gotcha. So is is there something in the past, you know what I mean, in past rookie drafts that, that caused you to quote-unquote correct correct this for you? Or I, I almost hesitate you mean to like say. You mean like past years, not 2020, but like 2018, Correct. 2019? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think we've all made some maybe? like, sure. you know, and maybe it wasn't you, maybe it wasn't me, maybe it wasn't anybody listening today, but we've all made mistakes with Ronald Jones, Rashad Penny, Sony Michelle. Like, we want Chubb all day, but that was, that was, there was controversy behind that. Royce Freeman, like, people were really yeah. taking crap for taking Trub above some of these guys, be it situation, this and that, Carlos Hyde at the time. Um, 
Yeah. Like so... if CEH is your RB5 before the NFL draft happens and he lands on the Chiefs, he should still say your RB5. It's kind of what you're like, you're using your, your draft value. You know, you're, you're giving too much credit to the draft. Is that, that's why that happened. Like it's the ultimate dream landing spot. If anybody lands on the Chiefs, we said it before it happened. Whoever, whichever running back of those top ones lands on the Chiefs, that's the 101. Yeah. Maybe you didn't say it. Maybe I didn't say it. I probably said it. You know what no, I mean? I, no, I, I think a lot of people said it. And, and I mean, like, to be fair to this conversation and, and all the points, like, I was the one that drafted Clyde Edwards Alaire over Swift in this draft and put myself in this situation. Um, so at one point, I either was playing the value game or I had CEH over Swift. Um, so, and, and that landing spot, I think, did a lot to all of us, but I don't think that. I don't think that we played right. I mean, we played those games with Seattle because of Marshawn Lynch. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, e- even Kareem Hunt, like when he hit, it was because of how quick he was thrusted into that sw- situation with wear out. And I mean, Correct. Hunt didn't even have the draft capital that Clyde Edwards does, but just because a player all of a sudden has that draft capital, I mean, let's be honest. Like, do you think that the, the chiefs went too early on McCole Hardman? because I still do, and he showed a little bit of success. And we talked a little bit about that on Rookie Fever as well, but I think they could have done better with the draft pick that they took there and maybe even had somebody that flashed more last year. And that's and that's fair, but I also want to put in, I think that happened right around the time with the Tyreek news was kind of up in the air, and the Chiefs weren't really sure what was going on. Uh, I'm not trying to say Mecole is Tyreek, but I think they were just looking for a mold of a player and didn't know if they would have Tyreek to be able to operate that. Now, clearly, without Tyreek there, I think McCole probably sees a little bit more. But he, you know, he's not a, a wide receiver one or anything like that. Even going into this year, if Hill's not there, but I, I, I get your point. Like you should just draft, you know, the best players, you know, as an NFL franchise, and maybe not necessarily looking to fill some some possible holes. But I, even wide receivers, we want them to hit right away. But I think the real NFL doesn't necessarily need that to happen for those guys to still be good picks for their team. But but my point wasn't about McCole Hardman was how excited no, he I gotcha. got as soon as he was drafted to the Chiefs. And I think that I gotcha. we were wrong to even get that excited about that. So we put him in this amazing situation because we thought Tyreek was going to get out. Everything you just said about the speed, yeah, yeah. they replaced him. And it, and it wasn't that great. I mean, there sure. were flashes of it, but we got way too excited because of landing spot and the Chiefs and what they do. But, man, that, that team, has well, that's a Super Bowl team. They're already pretty damn good on paper. Um, adding Clyde Edwards-Alaire is great for them. Don't get me wrong, but it doesn't mean that just because he's in a great situation that he's going to outscore said running backs, Miles Sanders, Jacobs. Like It doesn't mean that. Sure. It means he's in a good situation. He could be in RB10 and and you're still kind of right about him but if so but if Swift is RB7 are you right or wrong I don't really know where the fine line is for that but I, I don't you. think it's out of the question that Swift is still an RB1 and the I, better talent long term all right I'm going to I'm going to come right back to that but I just on the Miko Hardman thing I mean I think it's a little different than CEH. Obviously, the landing spot is the exact same, and we want to thrust him into that. But Miko was, like, maybe the wide receiver three on his team in college, too. You know what I mean? Like, that's all he did 
was run a couple nine routes, take a couple screens and, and some return stuff. Like CEH is the guy, you know, he caught 50 balls last year. Now, if you want to tell me you believe that's more the offense itself and what Joe Brady offensive coordinator did, because we didn't see that out of uh, Clyde Edwards Hilaire, you know, prior to this past year, but we didn't see it out of Burrow either. You know what I mean? So I, I, I get your point. I think it's a, a little different maybe it's just position wise that it's different i I mean even if you go into the size like the durability of the players like um the talent before the landing spots and if if the chiefs want to go out there and get a guy that they think fits their offense i think that's absolutely great for them i think it's great for clyde edwards but that doesn't mean that he's instantly going to be better even if he's utilized well it just means that he fits their system. Any stock into, I get, I get the narrative or what it sounded like was that Andy Reid and Pat Mahomes were talking and uh, was asked, what running back do you want? And Mahomes said, I want CEH. Does that, is, are we past the point where that matters now? Uh, I think it, uh, I mean, Green Bay could learn a trick or two here about keeping the quarterback <laughs> happy, I guess, you know, but um, so I think that that that's that's good, but it does, I, mean, I mean, Mahomes isn't a scout. No, I know. And Reed, well, Andy Reed watching tape because somebody said Ceh was you know uh, Brian Rus- Westbrook, and Andy Reed watches the film and says uh, he's better than him. Uh, that's, that's high praise, and and a lot of coaches aren't going to come out and talk shit about their players exactly. right now, of course. So I, I hear you. I just just floating that out there. Um, back to your Swift. Uh, I love DeAndre Swift, loved him in college, saw him just wreck the SEC East. Um, to the backup situations or to the people they will be sharing time with, more fantasy points this year, Damian Williams or on Johnson? Um, I'll go Damian. Okay. So then, and then even trade, that's then gross to me. You know sense. that's gross no, to me. I, but... I 100% get that, but I, you know I mean? That, that makes more sense. At, at this time, so Damian is like more that, proven than. Feel that way. Than carry on is whether we like it or not. I'm, Even if I'm it's not durability. Fight you on that. Yeah, I'm not going to fight you on that. We've seen in spurts where Damian Williams is healthy and given the ball, he produces fantasy wise right around that RB1 fringe area. I feel like it's we not have a responsibility to year. make these kind of moves. And I know that that's a little bit of what you heard on Rookie Fever last night, but I think that we have a responsibility to make these kind of moves and and to help adjust ADP towards our beliefs and not always look for that extra piece. It's a Um, little bit of the like reverse AJ Brown from last year. We didn't mention that one early. Yeah, people loved AJ Brown going in. He gets a shit landing spot. We see him fall down, you know, to the back end of first round rookie drafts, and then by the end of the year, it corrects itself. So this is one of those ones I think you you feel like, you know, going into 2021, it will be corrected and you're going to do it now because you might not be able to do it later. Right. You You can't can't get get AJ Brown for that for Penny now. Right. Exactly. I mean, that's absurd to even talk about. Even if if it means you don't have, you didn't get anything extra back. I am, I am practicing what I preach here. It's absurd to me to... To think that I can have Swift higher in my rankings, but then I'm going to go to other teams and ask for them to give me more, 
right? I mean, sure. So this trade originally started out, and it's in my comments on Twitter. Everybody seemed to ignore it, but I I originally sent out the offer wanting a second second back in a 32 team league. So that pick could be anywhere from pick 33 overall to 64. 64. It it could be worthless or it could be something. Um, He countered back straight up. I said, you know, what's what's the point in fighting this if I really want Swift over Clyde Edwards? So there, I know yeah. that Clyde wins in a trade calculator by ten points, but okay. but that's value. That does nothing for me if I'm right about it Swift. Scores you no points, correct? It scores you no points on a weekly game. So I mean, even if their values teeter out, and and I, and I know this isn't all about value, but let's say that at the end of the season they're both like. Clyde Edwards goes down five points and Swift goes up five points and they even out. I still have the guy I prefer. Right. But yeah, I'm good with the trade. You know, there's a lot of people out there that are like, Oh, saying, you know, Clyde Edwards still over Swift. There's people out there that are saying, I agree Swift over him, but you should have got more. Like why, why? So you agree with me that Swift over like help, Fix this market if you agree with me. Stop trying to fleece people in your deals because of the market value that you're setting that you don't even fucking believe in. That's ridiculous. But they didn't set it. Every every they're they're a part it. of it. I hundred percent get your point. It, but, but if you can tell me, correct. if you can walk but out there this give early, away something when they know they get more. But if you can walk out there this early before they've even hit the field and tell me that you agree that it's Swift over, and I'm not saying everybody agrees with that. If you can tell me that you agree that it's Swift over Clyde Edwards Alaire, do something to help fix the market. Don't take advantage of it. Taking advantage of it's a whole nother show. I, I can tell you how to take advantage of the market all day long and i do advocate that but if you want your guy and you truly believe in it and you you can be a part of this and help value adjust to what you believe it is you absolutely should and i i truly do believe that like i think it, we need to look at a little bit of production sometimes over value i know that these players both have no production in the nfl so it's a tough one to go that route but kind of like we were talking about with cooper cup keenan allen versus somebody like terry mclaurin aj brown mm-hmm I, I think that we have a small responsibility to the community to try to adjust average depth position. I love it, dear. I, don't, I don't know, be, man. Like, Be part of the solution, not the problem. Don't yeah. be the reason it's like that. Kind of, you I know, we you. all want to go out there and try to take advantage of it, like, even when we don't agree with it. I mean, sure. You but, can talk to the creators of Trade Calculator, and they don't always even agree with the value. And, and I love sure. those guys. You know, th- yeah. those are some cool dudes. And so I'm not at all throwing shade. I love the Trade Calculator. I use it. But you can talk to them, and even they don't always agree with the value that Twitterverse has given the trade values or any of that. But you still can use it to your advantage. But you don't always have to. So that's that's the part, right? And clearly, in this league, you tried, and and in a thirty. 30- two team league is is vastly different you know than majority of what people play in yeah you know what i mean it's it's a crazy amount of difference in and not only value but just players you're putting on a roster man it's just and and even with the trade calculator guys I, i've heard them say before like i don't necessarily agree with it but why would i give something up when clearly the market shows that i should be able to get more doesn't mean I don't I like this player any less or, or or more than the other. But if if we've seen in the scheme of thousands of leagues that this is this is how these players are valued, 
why wouldn't I want to get the most out of it? It's like, it's like buying something and having a coupon and not fucking using the coupon. Like I could get $10 off or back or rebate, but I'm not going to use it because I believe I should have to pay this amount of money for it. Well, I don't have to pay that amount of money for it at majority of the stores. That's, that's the only issue that I got no problem with you getting your guy. And, and you tried, you tried to get a little extra and it didn't work in that league. And you said, you know what? I like it anyways. I'm going to go ahead and do it. Me and you have even had some trades back and forth both ways. I think they're, you know, kind of that yeah. way where it's like, no, I want more. And you're like, nah, that's where it is. And I'm just like, screw it. I still want to do this deal. I'll go ahead and do it. And I think, you know, I think that's gone both ways before or try to push for a little more. And, but and you end, know that I understand you, you the value. You know that sure. I knew I was value losing the trade i knew yeah right you know but and you that's why i put it up on twitter the way lose. i did and it and it is very different to me also with rookies because we don't have anything to go by right now uh outside of what we've scouted them for i would say both you and i had swift over ceh probably before the draft i think most people did to be fair right like people so, as much as they wanted to get excited about Clyde Edwards at that point, people were excited that he was the first or surprised, excuse me, that he was the first running back off the board. So is CEH more like Rashad Penny or is he more like AJ Brown? I know they're different positions, but do you um, see this more like Sony? You, okay. That'll work like a little bit. He, he's going to be better than Sony. Okay. Maybe not worse than you fair? had to take him. Right, because yeah. Sony really hasn't lived up to that top building there. Although most running backs after Saquon, you know, in the, in the very early part of that didn't. Yeah. But okay. and, and I don't know if anybody knows this, but unless you have somebody like Clyde Edwards-Alaire and balls like me, Swift is not an easy player to acquire. Also true. So I, I mean, go ahead and try. Let me know your trades. If you think yours kicked ass that much more than mine, I, I'm I'm down to like throw them on the show, and and that's no shade, you know, because and I know. And I'm right. fine with the consensus being against me on this. I think that that's sometimes how you get trades done. That's also sometimes how you Correct. lose trades. What if he lost it? Right. Like you said, what if they're uh, finished even close to each other or, you know, even the market corrects itself by the end of the year? Well, you, you can't go flip-flop that at the end of the year now. Right. And and Swift does seem to be a, a very hard person to trade for because that person probably had him as their RB1 or 2 before the draft and aren't willing to give it up, you know, just just on landing spot you know what i've seen more videos of deandre swift practicing and working out and getting ready than i've ever seen carry on in the two seasons he's been with detroit <laughs> seen so that carry on posts like a picture of him at the beach while you see in swift just getting it so. you know what i mean like i'm just saying like yeah, swift no, is different you. than what we've seen in detroit these last few years 100 percent, bro so yeah I'm, I'm excited to have another share um I'm stoked that we decided to go ahead and record this Friday and, and just talk about randomness because I feel like we got some, some fun information out there. Uh, I don't want to say I wish Swift wasn't a lion just so people wouldn't throw the homer on you, but I know how you feel about Swift before he was a lion. So I, I'll, you know, I'm here to back you that way too. Yeah, he, he was um, my 101, wish, you know. Like, I, think I just Taylor wish you didn't now, get shit for it for that part of it. That's I, I think Taylor is the 101 now, though. I love his landing spot with the Colts. I, I would agree. Um, and maybe we come up with another show there about taking advantage of the market. Like you said, it could be a whole other show. So maybe we'll look to do that here before. And, and I'm not long, the but... only one out there saying Swift over Clyde Edwards. I'm just the only one like willing well, to actually Kent, do it. Apparently there's 15% that believe you, whether yeah. or not 
half of those 15% would actually do it if it was given to them is another story. But. Well, well, listen, I mean, like we said, even I didn't do it at the, at first. Like, that's why sure. this trade happened. Because you tried to get a little bit more, like you felt like you should. Every time I've drafted Clyde Edwards, and it's only happened uh, twice, it felt wrong. It felt dirty. I was just like, why'd you do that? So you, you saw me in the one league we're in. I think it's Goats and Bros, uh, the Flea yeah. Flicker League. I drafted him there, and then I quickly... And that one, I, I didn't make much back, but I did it for, I think, a 104 and a third round pick. And then I drafted Swift sure. right away, and I felt like, oh my so God. So you got like, the Whoo. third yep. extra, which is basically, which is the best of that situation that that 32-team second-rounder pick could have been, Yep, was a third. So at least in that one, you kind of got similar value what you were trying to get in that other league. One time, one league it works, one league it doesn't. That's just how it's going to work, especially when you play in a ton of leagues with all these different people. Yep. All right, bro. That was a, a nice, easy Friday, but... Da, da, da. Like like all breakdowns, we can't we can't leave without a two minute breakdown. So it's been a long time since I've given one to you. No, I'm kind of worried actually. I'm not gonna lie; these are a little wordy. So I would I would give you a five percent chance of getting through this in two minutes. I'm using our secret four, four minute timer. Oh fucking shit! But you told no, me not, not so really, it's not a secret. Not really. <laughs> I am ready. All right, are, are you ready? Here we go. Uh, so Scott Fishbowl 10's theme this year seems to be toys. What is one of your favorite toys prior to becoming a teenager, Timer? And now, your two-minute breakdown. <laughs> um, can I pick three? This is so easy for yep. me, unless I can only, if I, but nope. I, I mean, Legos, G.I. <laughs> Joe, and He-Man, hands down. Easy. All right, number two, Todd Gurley, over under 1,300 total yards and 10 touchdowns. Mm, over. In the year no, 18... under, under, I answered it wrong. Too late. In the year 1830, the average American consumed how much alcohol per week? 1830. Um, I need the answer in gallons. Gallon, a gallon. 7.1 gallons. A week? A gallon a day? A week. Yep. What's worse than ants in your pants? Um, hmm, ants, what's, uh, crabs in your pants. The third mic says the the worst answer is uncles. Um, Um, it's kind of (laughs) bad. According to a study from January 2020, the average American now consumes how much alcohol per year? I need your answer in gallons. Third Mike always finding reasons for us to feel bad for him. I'd say that's probably like 50 gallons. 2.3 gallons per year. I'm I'm doing my best to get that number up. The rest of y'all got to step up. Uh, What's the difference between the 2020 season stats between Stefan Diggs and Justin Jefferson? What's the difference between 2020? Um, I think Diggs will have 300 more yards, three more touchdowns, and 20 more receptions. How does a German baker greet his customers? Um, I don't Since know. For gluten Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> the Tampa Bay Bucks running backs touch percentage for the season between Rojo, Vaughn, slash other. Break that down percentage-wise. Uh, 60-40 um, in Ronald Jones' favor. Other. Okay. Full PPR dynasty, Darius Geis in a 2021 second or A.J. Brown? Darius Geis in 20, uh, A.J. Brown. What? There's three more. I'm just going to ask him anyways. I don't care. Uh, what does a robot do at the end of a, end of a one-night stand? Um, lays down. He nuts and bolts. <laughs> Rank for redraft. Carry-on Johnson, Mark Ingram, Marlon Mack. Ingram, Mack, carry-on. I'm not going to give you the last question. Instead, I'm going to make you pick one between your three favorite toys. 
Legos, G.I. Joe's, He-Man. I'm going Pick with one. He-Man. That's you hear tough, that Scott though. Fish? Put him in the He-Man division. That's tough. Assume a breakdown, bro. There's some, Got it. there's some good toys out there. I don't know, dude. Hey, Mr. Whistling Dixie, can you whistle the breakdown theme song? I probably could. <laughs> there's a you co- said you could one day. I'm going to get it one day. There's a couple tough spots. I could probably do the intro half of it better than the end half of it, to be honest with you. Listen up on episode 185 when, when Swags whistles us in. Shit, the pressure is on. Might have to do that without you. I, I don't know if I because once you <laughs> once you start smiling, your whistle is over. I don't know if That's I could fair. do it. Like even now, All like right. I definitely don't have whistle face right now. That's fair. Uh, real quick, if your life depended on it, what instrument could you play that would get people dancing? Since you're not gonna whistle. Um. Hmm. Like the recorder. You're gonna rock the recorder. Yeah. From elementary school. Play just give some me some Mary, twinkle, Mary twinkle, Hello little star. I can play twinkle, too. twinkle, little star on almost any instrument. Um, nice. I'm probably gonna, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna play the tuba and we're gonna get down. <laughs> How do you get down? The tuba just brings you down. And were, you were, you, were you just so trying to lowball me for AJ Brown? Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to see where Darius Guy still was. Oh, I'll buy. Sure. Send them my way. But... I just wanted to see if there was, like, you answered fast, so it's not close. That team needs a wide receiver. I know exactly what league you're looking in. 